welcome me, welcome you back to another episode of Hashtag Balance, a podcast about navigating the scam that is adulting as a 30 adjacent year old woman living in the Caribbean, trying to find the balance between righteous and ratchet because duality is a thing. Papi Robbie Niles in the studio. Emmy is season two. Oh. Well, shoot. I am up. I go go back downstairs. I told him that when I'm done, I'm going to get all those parts and go up by landfill and get a cricket bat and just hit them. So it's one and done? Yeah. I one. <laughs> no, she wanted two. I mean, Anis came out and granted my birth was not traumatic. Mm-hmm. But when she was like, we're not doing this again. Amen. 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 I am proud of y'all that actually go <laughs> go and have your one because it's not going to be me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh gosh, welcome me, welcome you back to another episode of Hashtag Balance. And today we have Jasmine. Click, 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 click. Can we hear her well? She needs to talk up? Okay, great. Right. And you guys would have remembered her from the pelvic floor episode. It was Quint and Coffee. Yes. Yes. Another time. Jasmine was pregnant, mm-hmm. and now she has her wonderful baby girl. Congratulations. Thank you. And we would have been having... Did we have a conversation? I feel you were ranting about something, and they said, come. come." You, I think you posted something about motherhood being a ghetto. It is. And I was confirming. <laughs> yeah. Or it was postpartum being a ghetto. And I was like, oh, yes, please. Yes. Correct. Yes. So I said, you know what? As I do, do not know... <laughs> I said, you know what? Let me bring you on to the show and mm-hmm. we can discuss it, I guess, from your personal and professional point of view. Because mm-hmm. no, before you would have been talking about professional, but now that you've experienced it, yeah. you can give us a first-hand glimpse mm-hmm. of how ghetto motherhood really and truly is. So where do you want to start? <laughs> so let me just start by saying, <laughs> we obviously... What we're trying to share here is the reality. Very I feel much like so. a lot of times you hear about, oh, and motherhood is wonderful, postpartum, you know, you know, it's magical, you're going to bomb your baby, it's going to be amazing. And then sometimes a lot of times that doesn't happen, you don't bomb your baby right away. I've heard that and then they, I've actually not heard, I've seen women again because, you know, bless TikTok. Yes. Some of it might be played up because, you know, views, but I really and truly do feel that a lot of it or the majority of it is really shedding light on the realities of being pregnant, the postpartum process and stuff. I saw a woman crying like, boo, fucking wing. Yeah. Saying that she feels like she's not a good mother. She did not bond with her baby. The baby, she can get the baby to latch. And I was just like, you are in the hospital bed, girl. Give yourself a chance. Give yourself some grace. Grace, exactly. And that's exactly what we're having Because birth is not just hard for you. I imagine birth to be very traumatic for the baby yes. as well. Because I'm just chilling inside here. And yes. then all of a sudden you Something bring me out. squeezing me to get me out. And you telling me come out here. and know I got to breathe by myself. Yes. I got to holler by myself. And then you want me to suck on this thing that I was never sucking on yeah, before. I've never done it before. Like, just relax. Yeah. Like, it's been a cut. And she felt so bad. Because mm. obviously, you have, again, these external pressures telling you oh you know you have to look good and you have to feel good yes. and whatever so when you don't look good or you don't feel good you feel guilty yeah and that's not fair it's not fair and it's that's not. why we're having this conversation so if anybody listening to it is going through it 
You know you're not alone. You're in the hood with everybody. You're in the hood. We all in the hood together. Except me. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not doing this to be discouraging to people, but just to be encouraging. But you see, I appreciate it too because everybody knows that I'm team for them kids in terms Mm -hmm. of having them on my own. Because I I just, I don't know if I could... When you say on your own, you mean? As in, I do not want to be pregnant. I, I don't even know if I want children, mm-hmm. like, in my home. Mm-hmm. But I've actually had thoughts of, you know, maybe I might find a little somebody out there and just scoop them up at, like, age six or something mm-hmm. and bring mm-hmm. them and be like, all right, let me, help me help you. Right. <laughs> type of vibe, I right? Because, again, for all of the things that you are discussing, I feel like I do not know if I have the capacity to deal with all of that and... Because start off with the whole body image thing. Mm-hmm. I've discussed that on here before, saying that, you know, I feel like I may have a touch of body dysmorphia or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we're working through it, you know, loving self or yes. whatever. And the changes mm-hmm. are so drastic. Yes, you don't all are. you don't always catch back yourself. And even yeah. if you quote unquote snap back, because I feel like that's foolishness, but whatever. If even if you snap back, there are internal things that are not the same. Right. So tell me. So how, how first of all, start that? with pregnancy. So for me, mm-hmm. pregnancy was the first time I ever felt like, here's Jasmine mm-hmm. and here's her body. Jasmine, mm-hmm. you know how we talk about we're a soul having a physical experience? Mm-hmm. That's the first time I felt like I could feel me. But you don't look like me. I don't look like me. I don't know what my body's doing. What's my body doing? Uh-huh. Like I have no clue how to be pregnant and be a person. Like how to grow a baby. My body's doing something without me consciously making, okay. making decisions. It's mm-hmm. doing its own thing. Mm-hmm. So there was that. I was like, I used to see my body changing every day mm-hmm. through no action. Like, I'm not causing it. It's just doing its own thing. You just thing. get in and eating up, going back to sleep and it's just saying, anyhow, we're going to expand. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Then, so that's that one thing. Then you give birth to the baby. No, there's this big myth that when you give birth, like I've heard people take their old clothes to the, to the hospital. To snap, to get back in. To get them. back in, to go home. You can't do you that. You can't do that. Right? Imagine that. I used to think, people used to talk about this snap back. You would see some people talking about, oh yeah, I only had a baby like 10 days ago. Look at how flat my stomach is. And I'm like, you are telling us lies. Lies. Because again, with Everblessed TikTok, women have been showing like their progression. And some people will literally give birth and don't look no different. Yeah. Don't like, do not look no yeah. different. And it's take like, I want to say almost two months for that. And two months is being generous. It's very generous. For it to like haul its way back in. And I was like, because your uterus has life. to go down. And then on top of that, you just stretch your abdominals for months. Like, you can't expect it to just snap back. So for me, no, the bare of my job, I work with. Pregnant persons and postpartum persons all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. So always telling them, give yourself time. You know, it's going to think. You love yourself. So I was like, I'm not going to have any problem. You, because you know. Look in the mirror. I'm going to be like, yes, you just did a wonderful thing. You have your you, wonderful baby. Yes, and everything is going to be good. No, the first few weeks, yes, I was like that. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, all you right. You started getting patient. I'm looking at myself and it doesn't help that I have a big mirror right with my so before I get into bed I see, see myself uh, so I'm like hmm don't look the same like, don't know how I used to look and this is taking a while even though I know it, it will take a while mm-hmm. 
I shouldn't know my husband will be like, Jasmine, like you, I feel like you tell your patients all the time. Mm-hmm. I find he's a very practical person. He's very practical. <laughs> so he's like, you tell your patients all the time. You know what he's going to take tell you chill. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it was easy for me to chill when I was at home on my maternity leave. Because when I was you, not you, seeing anybody. Right. But for the time I went to work, um, people's opinions got into it. And people mm. were like, oh, you get fat. Or, oh, it was like, wait a minute. And this Am time, I? these are people that get fat and they had a chill. So it's like, babes. <laughs> or people that should know better. Women that have been there, done that, should know better. But you know that that's so crazy because it's all projection. Bless the girls. I wish everybody could heal collectively. But it's like a thing of, I, I don't know what happens. Like something will be happening to you and mm-hmm. you do not like it. Like you know that it does not make you feel good. And you literally leave where you are and go and do it to somebody, somebody else. else. And yeah. I feel like initially, yeah. I would give you grace and say, okay, if somebody tells me, oh, you look real fat and they don't like it. The first person they say might make a comment on their bit because they, that's happened so much, you may think that that's just customary, but then you just got to catch yourself, yourself and tell yeah. yourself, Child, it was on Do Not, not Do Not Disturb. I had it off late mode. I'm sorry. That's my food alarm again going off. <laughs> I just got to remember myself to eat. Don't. What are you looking at me later? What? I have to remind myself to eat. At least you're doing that. I try. I have like four alarms, five alarms. That's to, good. To remind myself to eat. Yeah, <laughs> long long story. But, but um, what was I saying? You gotta check yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like again because you understand how motherhood is so hard. I I don't even think that it should be a case of you having to check yourself. You should want to be as kind and as forgiving to people as possible because yes. you know that that should not feel good. No, and you should not. I find that as as you said, women who know better, older women mm-hmm. who know better, and they will tell you, oh. You, you get you put on size or you know yeah, you still you got expect? that belly. I was like, expect? how come this belly was cute all along when nobody babies? But oh, look, but not. at some of them, a lot of them still got the belly and them chillers like cherry flavor. Yeah, but I mean, as you said, it's projection. I'm just nasty work. So, <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. One, I was home by myself. Mm-hmm. And I the other thing that we do is we look at old photos. Girl, so do that. I was not. Okay, I just want to be fat like it was <laughs> last year. <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> so there you are looking at old photos and if, you know what we do uh, we always think that we look so fat or we look so our belly so big or whatever and then when we look back we're like I was skinny I wa- listen if I could get fat like how it was last year March <laughs> praise Christ because it was about a good 10 pounds later <laughs> Like and you at the time back then, and at that, that time you, I thought that it was massive. Exactly, and you just need to honestly enjoy every stage. You do, because yeah. I can't be that person last year because circumstances are not the same. Exactly, you got you. so li- enjoy every stage. So there I am looking back at these old photos of myself, and I actually started to cry, mm-hmm. and I was like, I feel bad because back here mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, Jasmine, you need to like you know work a little mm-hmm. harder, you know. But I, I was, know you would I do anything to, to go look, do it. But then I was like, Jasmine, I had to check myself. I was like, do you really <clears throat> not like the way you look? Or is it that you don't like the way you think people are perceiving, are perceiving you? you? Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't feel bad because of people's perception. You shouldn't. It's about me. If I actually look in the mirror and feel that I look bad, okay, maybe. But it's not that you look in the mirror and you know what you've been through this. Exactly. It's, it's literally that like you grew a person. Yeah, and then you're letting other people... Who also grew people and knew that it's hard. Like, that's yeah, the thing that... Bad. 
Madness. And so that's when I was like, no, this, this, and I'm done like looking in the mirror and feeling, oh yeah. And on top of that, I feel like <laughs> this body mm-hmm. did this thing for me. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden I'm being mean to it. Like, that's not fair. It's not. It so not. I was like, you know, I need to stop. And that's why I also tell my patients, I'm like, think of what your body did. I know you expect it to just suddenly go back to how it back. was before. It, it you gave birth. I know you have to look after a baby. Mm-hmm. Probably don't feed a baby if you're breastfeeding. Get her. And <laughs> you, you're trying to be mean to this body that's still working hard for you. So it, you do your yeah. affirmations? I do. So how do, do I, like, how do you feel now? I'm a lot better now. I promised myself that I wouldn't be as hard on yourself. Be as hard on myself. Mm-hmm. And I would just, and I always tell this to my patients, exercise to be stronger. And not to look good. Not to look good. Be looking no, good. No, look, it's going to come. And I want to look good. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I just made no like mistake. Sometimes you can see the progress more when you can lift more. When you could be on a bike for a little longer. Me in the gym. Yes. I mean, I do not think I look the way I want to look. But then again, that's a thing where if I take pictures now... And then they're going to look at them next year. Then they be like, oh, you actually look good then. So you got to be very mindful of it. But yeah, I kind of measure my progress with how much more I can do or how better yes. I can move. Again, the whole mind-body connection stuff that we were talking. So yeah. outside of externally, mm-hmm. internally, how did your body change that you can pinpoint? You mean? Like, how do you how do you feel? Emotionally? No, because you were saying, okay, you might feel that you look a certain way, but remember you were telling me that you ring, you ring it everything. Oh. <laughs> also, bear in mind that my brain is bad. See? It was always bad. But you have a pregnancy brain? But no. Why is, why is that? I, 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 it's Be- hormones. But I, it's, your I don't... brain literally changes. Like, there are studies that show that your brain is different. You make different connections after you... Uh, have a baby. Your whole brain is changing. But I find it real disrespectful that you are forgetful. Not just you. I mean, like, I know a lot of mothers that have pregnancy brain, like, they it's do not remember nothing. Foggy. That's not good. Foggy. I feel that is the way to get but you also, have more that's what I can tell you. Now, let me tell you something. Remember we were supposed to do this a few weeks ago? Yes. I had to message my friend, but it remind me again why it was so bad because I can't remember all the things. See? And it's to make you go again. Wicked dream and, and things at work. <laughs> well, it's because, the thing. Mm-hmm. If you remember everything, you wouldn't do it again. Y'all need to remember because we know. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I was like, I, I remember some things, but... So, yes. So, me, I rang my ankle. I was minding my own business. Mm-hmm. Water in the garden. And I twisted my ankle big time. I couldn't talk. I was just there like... What's mm-hmm. going on here? Mm-hmm. Then a friend of mine was like, you know, have you been ringing your ankle? A friend of mine who's a physician. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, actually, it's the third time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, you're you're you know relaxing is a hormone that is makes the joints, ligaments lax so that your pelvis can open up to give birth. It doesn't just work on your pelvis. It doesn't go to your body immediately. Exactly. So that is the get whole thing because I do remember, like I said, a friend of mine. When she was about to give birth, I think she was around seven months, and her wrist kept slipping out all the time. And the doctor was like, yeah, your body is getting getting ready uh-huh. for childbirth. And she was like, but that's my wrist. Uh-huh. The child is not going to come out of the wrist. And I was like, yeah, no, that don't work like that. Like, right. your entire body gets soft. And a lot of people get carpal tunnel, so they pain in the wrist, stuff <gasps> like that. Um, but Anissa thought, well, we could block, block out her Seven, I know, my seven months. Why after seven months, me and gone back? That's the thing. Like, it's re- So, 
it's so ghetto to me because imagine like you've you've literally not fully recovered, but no. you are expected to be a functioning person and yeah. be back at work. Yeah, and you back since, at work since month three. You know, as I would have mentioned, your doctors will say, yeah, after six weeks, most times they will say, yeah, you're fun. Yeah, go well, you're good to have sex. Good to... I was not about to um, ask you, if, if, so do the hormones, like, harden back your bones? Like, if you get pregnant now, what going to happen? Right. So they usually advise, I can't remember the amount of months, but oh. they usually will say it's better to get pregnant after a few months. Or so some people will get pregnant. I've heard people go back at their six, six weeks week and, and pregnant. pregnant again. Hold oh, it, haven't? No, listen to me. I have thoughts on that, and um, I'm not going to share them because you need to leave your man if you get you pregnant. No. Six because I don't know if it's TMI. And again, I'm not saying this stuff to... <laughs> <laughs> you mean about her? <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not saying this to be scary. I always tell mommies, I'm mm-hmm. not saying this stuff. I don't like saying scary things in a way. This, I'm not mm-hmm. saying it to be scary. What you say? He's a, <laughs> he said he's very afraid. Why don't you push all that baby? No, I did not tear. Okay, bless the Lord. But I felt like somebody. You know, the greater on the rough side. You know, the side that you don't great on. Really, that you was just a lame on. I feel like somebody did this. I really can't between my legs. No. How am I having sex after that? Right away. How can I be pregnant? You can't in six hear me weeks? because I'm stunned. <laughs> no, I did not. No, I'm not saying my experience is everybody's experience. I just feel like you should just honor but do that. Do you remember? Do you? This is skin. This is a person passing through skin. This skin on skin friction. But no, it was like a burn. Outside of that. It's like these muscles have stretched. Like, how am I having sex? Everything else is just in disarray. Where would you? Mm. So, if your man can't wait, break up with him, and I know that it's real hard because you would have just had a child. So it's like, oh, family, whatever. But I feel like if you are, you are supposed to be somebody's partner. Obviously, if you see your partner in pain and stuff like that, and you just can't be like a little too much to get you rocks off, like you're a nasty person. But I feel you. But the thing is. If women want to convince themselves that they're fine and they'll feel good and they want to do it, then God bless. But six weeks, if you are saying that after seven months, you are still wringing your ankle because your ankles have, I will say, not grown back. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> your ankles didn't grow back. Uh-huh. If you go and get pregnant, no. You, I don't. On top of Somebody this. that's a real, real doc, a doctor, doctor, they can go, come and tell me. Yeah, but then your brain is really something, so the bones are fused back till later. And I don't feel like that's what's happened. So, <laughs> that's not what happened. Exactly. So, you big pregnant now and then got the softest of bones. Hell fucking no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, it's like you mm-hmm. have gotten pregnant and now you have that laxity. So, it's like... Uh, yeah, one thing on top of the next. That's why I always say, mm-hmm. try to strengthen strengthen up. And, they, and the bones are funny joints. You want to strengthen up your muscles and everything. Get your core strength back. Get If you know you want to get pregnant again, get them working with a few people know. Get mm-hmm. strong mm-hmm. to get pregnant again. If you, could, if you could plan. I mean, sometimes things happen. Mm-hmm. But also... We're adults. I feel like at this point, I said this the other day, don't trust somebody that don't exercise. 
You don't need more, you than, need more than six months. More than six months. At least a year. If it, if I have my baby one and done, people that want more than one, I feel you need a little two year because break. Because I think that this myth is that you're gonna just go bam bam and then I and then women and then women just be scattered for life. Yeah, but really the brain truly, don't catch up. But really and truly, if you tell a little break and catch yourself, build your strength, you recover faster the next time. Well. In terms of saying bam, bam, and then you in shambles. Yeah. And like as, as you said, if you get your strife, genuinely feel like, again, go in the gym. You don't got to be a gym bitch, but. <laughs> and as you say, you 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 exercising for health and not for aesthetics. Exactly. If the aesthetics come, so be it. But if you're still a little ticky ticky, but you could hold a plank mad long. Yeah. You know, and you, you have that proper mind-body connection. I don't think that your journey will be as ghetto. It won't be. See, and take, t- and take your time. You cannot go back to doing exactly what you were doing. Because your coach will follow. Refer to our, <laughs> refer to to our first. <laughs> every, <laughs> our first your coach will follow. You will cough in the gym and it will come out on the bench. Don't <laughs> do that. So take care of yourself. Get the appropriate help. Yeah. So, I feel like is, is, you need rehab afterwards. You do. Mm-hmm. You do. You do. So last, the next topic now is the breastfeeding mm-hmm. and the pressures associated with it. Right. So I know breast is best. Allegedly. I, you know, I'm not telling anybody not to breastfeed. I breastfed, but for me, I feel like a lot of people go into it with thinking, I have to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. I have to. Oh, there's and, pressure. Oh for me, God, I didn't. Not... Sorry, <laughs> but... you know that your nipples could come off. No, I didn't. Don't tell me that. Cause <laughs> what? You know, you didn't fuck fall off. Like come, just come the fuck off. Just no. So you know, you say you went into it, and people keep telling you that breast is the best. So like, you might feel inclined to push through, even if it hurting. Cause yeah. I nurses will tell you, oh, it get hurt, it get hurt, it get hurt. Eventually, it can stop hurting. This girl was saying hers hurt, hers hurt, and she saw like a little. Ring of some child. The point is, the nipple came off because she was like, her baby was choking and she was like, what's going on? And the nipple was in his mouth. And she had to take it up and rinse it off and put it back on her chest and cover it with a plaster because the doctor told, the daughter and nurse told her, now if the tissue is not like fully dead or anything, then you you keep it on, it will reattach itself. I did? Yeah. Because we're we're amazing people. but, But it came off. Sit with that. It can come well off. That is very scary, especially since Annie's is still gonna have teeth. She needs to stop with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, give her some supplement. <laughs> but the what? baby, the baby wasn't teething. It I just understand. Came. It was just that it was so much mm-hmm. trauma. Mm-hmm. She was also very young. So I am not sure. I think she is a teenage pregnancy when okay. it happened, but. Even if you're a teenager, I still don't think that your nipples should come off because then, like, you grow nipples to to get, you know, like, you've got nipples all the time. Yes, it came uh-huh. off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm speechless. Yes. So your brain was saving you. Mm-hmm. When you first started breastfeeding. <laughs> Before, uh-huh. I was very much the opinion that, you know. Have to. What? No, no. I was like, if, if it doesn't happen for me, mm-hmm. I know that it's breastfeeding is very difficult. I think a lot of people don't realize that. They think it's just supposed to happen naturally. It You've never done it. The baby has never done it. So it might take time. And just because it doesn't happen right away. So I knew all that. And I was like, I'm pressuring myself. Fed is best mm-hmm. for me. 
And luckily, yeah, I had a fine right. time mm-hmm. <laughs> with breastfeeding. But there are certain things that I consider. Like, I have to, um, you know, there's not about being selfish, but if you're leaving home with a baby, you, you have to think, oh, what am I wearing? You know, I figured oh. that I can now wear my, like, some of my other tops. can't. Mm-mm, you got to no wear something that could um, button. You got to wear something that could easily lift up, things like that. No. Or pump before you leave. Pump before you leave. Pumping is a whole other. Debacle. I mean, it's cute and fun at first. Is it? But when you get back to real life, as I was telling uh, you, it's like, you're ready to go to bed and then you realize, you, oh wait, you got to pump. I knew a girl that used to pump at work. I used to pump at work. That's why I told you. People think sometimes that breastfeeding is cheaper. But for me, I took a whole appointment slot to to pump. I lost any coins. Every, so it was basically as $400 a week. Mm-mm. Farm cost $400 work. a week. No, it, it doesn't. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, my thing is, <clears throat> yes, breast <throat> is best, but if you're having a hard time, don't feel, don't put so much pressure. It's hard enough already. But don't put so much pressure on it yourself. Is that you, it, it, I even hear we get three months overseas. They think the girls just get like 10 days. They, they don't, don't get, get no time. So you get three months and your baby is still very much breastfeeding. You're, again, expected to go back to work and be a functioning adult. And then you get work at 8 o'clock and at 10.30, you in the sick bed pumping with your laptop. And you got to get the little mini, put in the mini fridge. And, I mean, and then you... That is... <sighs> so for me, it was fine. I, for me, I didn't mind doing it. I was like, I want to give because her the breast your, milk. But your work setting is and also different. And for me, different. I had the mm-hmm. ability to do it. Mm-hmm. But you also, from as I think mothers also need to be a little less rigid and just be a little bit more flexible. When I realized that my stash at home was depleting mm-hmm. and she had to have formula, I was like, okay, let her have right. the formula. Mm-hmm. It's, it it's doesn't fine. need to be less of a mother. And we need to stop feeling, and some people just can't produce a lot of milk. Yeah, and if and you it, can't... And we put too much pressure on people who give babies formula. You Is that you going through all, so much already, and now you're hearing from the outside. That you're in a good parent because you're feeding the baby formula. Like, if formula was not made for a specific reason. And then you go to the supermarket to buy formula, and there are flyers saying breast is best. So imagine you How as you a mean? mother, when you go to pick up formula, you in the supermarket, looking on uh, the oil. <clears throat> but that's so counterproductive do you imagine that you already feel guilty that you're buying formula and then you go in there to pick up your formula you're seeing a sign that says that breast, breast is, is best that's bullshit and I get that don't get me wrong I get that breast is best but breast could only be best also if you eat him well so I feel like if you die for the Kentucky giving the baby breast ain't doing that I that's also, how I feel <laughs> I also feel that right now when you go to apply for a job do they ask if you're a breastfed for a year two no, years three don't years care, no. allegedly the girls claim is helped with brain development that's what they claim alleged long term I don't know really long term I, I don't I don't, <laughs> I, I, don't. Breast, I don't think I'm dumb but I was breastfed for only like a month I even so much I was not I, I, t- I take a sip of that I said I'm mm, still productive for people mm, I'm telling you I just feel Telling like if you, you can she breastfeed, goes to work. <laughs> so, if you can breastfeed, do, do it. it. And if you can't, but it's similar. Don't break and don't kill yourself. Don't feel bad. But yes, yeah, I mm, that whole needing to find stuff to wear all the time. So like, how do you feel about dressing now? Like I know shopping, shopping is hard, full stop. But then shopping before, comparing it before to like, no. How, how do you have so to like change up your wardrobe and stuff? Before I could shop, I knew my size. Now, let's start there. 
You could close your I eyes and buy something. I can buy something. I could go and try it on and be like, yeah, this is cute. After giving birth, I feel like this body is different. Mm-hmm. Right? I went into... I could call stories on here. Amy. Amy, thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I went into Vibrant to, mm-hmm. to pick it up. If it don't come with the, lady, the little girl body, I don't want it. That's what it's feeling. Cause she pulls all them clothes like it's so lovely, and I then there. I was like, "Girl, you know that's not gonna fit me." Uh, I was like, "Let me get me a little, you know, a little a jeans and some things." I everything I pick up couldn't fit, and I'm like, "I don't understand." It's not your fault. It's the clothes, <laughs> but no, <laughs> it really is. A lot of clothes fit so foolish. Mm. They do. It well, might be the clothes. Me and you is the clothes, but I. Came over there and I was like, I'm gonna go in my wardrobe. What helped me mm-hmm. first of all was putting away the stuff that couldn't fit. You gotta get rid. Because every right time, then. every time I went in my closet, I was like, maybe this could fit me today. And it was, and it was on. <laughs> so I just put all the those things, put them in a bag, and I put them one side. And if I don't fit in on next year, I'm gonna get donate right. them. Mm-hmm. Or thing. I am pressuring myself, but you get dressed, you don't look the same. You have to get used to that. You have to get used to, as I said, if, so if you're with a baby and you want a nurse mm-hmm. going out, you have to think of what you're putting on. And I would say, honestly, as I said, putting away stuff that don't fit and investing in a few little pieces. Mm-hmm. I bought some stuff online. I don't like to shop online because mm-hmm. I like to try on my clothes. Not me. I have to try it on. So I, I bought a few little things online, a little sh- some shorts and stuff that at least... I could look like a human <laughs> when I'm going out. I know, I know this goes with that, that, mm-hmm. that, that. And if I have to go anywhere. You but honestly, good. luckily for me, I wear a uniform. Of a self-made uniform. Mm-hmm. On Friday, last Friday, the first time I wore something other than my self-made uniform, mm-hmm. I was like, let me put on a jeans. It fit. It fit. It wasn't, it was a jeans I got since I was pregnant. That's all right. But. I was like, I haven't worn pants, the actual pants, yeah. for seven con- months. Congratulations. So that was an achievement. So I feel like you could still set some little markers and make it make sense. Though. Like, don't tell yourself, all right, when I wasn't pregnant, my waist was a 30 inch. And I have to know I want a 26. Like, you got to be reasonable. You got to make things make sense. So the next part was to touch on the mental health aspect. I feel like you kind of been touching on that as mm-hmm. we discuss mm-hmm. everything but basically the overall thing is giving yourself some grace giving yourself lots of grace but remember your mood will change i feel that like you almost be a different person after i am not a very easy annoyed person i'm not a snarky irritable. person i'm not an irritable person mm-hmm. but i became a, i almost remember a message of my friends i don't like the person i become have become mm-hmm. like for example there's certain things, and petty things, you know. I understand. <laughs> in my household, if you use a wooden spoon, I don't like wooden utensils, first of all. I think they're unsanitary. Understandable. But if you use a wooden utensil, you are washing it. Just wash it right away. Don't put any sink to soak. Don't you can't soak wooden stuff. Don't, Unless don't, it's like laminated, laminated. Exactly. Even then, you So don't no. drop any sink where you can get wet repeatedly. You know, if you use a grater, you use it, wash it right away because. The mm-hmm. cheese and thing will stick on if you leave it. Mm-hmm. Normally, if Shane leaves things in the sink, I'm the kind of person, I believe in peace, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there's certain things I would mention, but I don't believe in making noise or everything. Mm-hmm. So I believe that I could just wash the grater, wash the thing. Because if you forget something, he can deal with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I realized one day, look, in the sink, I saw the grater and I felt a fuse <laughs> blow. You lost the grater in the 
sick. <laughs> I was, I don't know if you've ever seen that a like, Jimmy where the lady is looking at her husband through a fart so she could see what it looks like seeing it. <laughs> I have done that. I have done that. Please. Because I was like, if no, I don't greater, just... your honor, <laughs> he put the greater in the sink. And you would, he would tell you that. He's like, just you always ready for me now. It's almost like if you permanently on PMS. Yes. Yeah. Like, if you always ready for me, like, what happened? I'm like, it's just, it's just the hormones. And he knows, don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think men need to remember. Because we're just about to say it. I Partners. feel like your, your, your experience is ghetto in a nice way. Because you know it's ghetto. <laughs> because it's, <laughs> it's a lot that you have to take yeah. into consideration. But I feel that you're able to navigate it. Because you have a supportive partner and then you also have community, mm-hmm. which is something that we were talking about before. I feel like that's what makes the experience manageable, mm-hmm. more or less. And I don't feel like many people have that. Because like I was telling you, I'd be struggling on a regular day, just doing shit for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot imagine having to do something for me and do something for somebody else who quite literally is dependent, dependent on, on me. You. And <clears throat> I was talking to another friend of mine about this. I think it was like last week or week before. Maybe it could have been yesterday because my sense of time is completely shattered. But um, like growing up, we would I would have been, you know, growing up between my grandparents. So like if my parents went to work, they come home, they may got really worry about who can cook dinner because my grandmother cut dinner. Yeah. So like your grandparents they didn't have to work. So you didn't have to worry about those things. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you you know, like I got wash my clothes myself. But your grandmother would have been home and she would have been like, all right, and wash the clothes here. And I find like that type of system might work because like, she ain't had to go to work, but she would help at home. But then she don't got to worry about the bills because she knows the bills can get paid because somebody else going to work and handling that. And you really had that, you know, you really had that help. Community. You really, that's what's needed. Because I find I can't. Mm-mm. It is needed. And I mean, sadly, you know, with COVID, it's been so isolating. I can't imagine people that, had babies like in the heart of COVID where had to be where your partner could not even be in the room with you. That's crazy. Yeah. That is and crazy. I mean, I coming back to community, you also need to accept help. That is a thing that I find not even just as mothers, just people in general are mm-hmm. not very easily accepting of help because it's almost like, again, going back to the whole guilty thing, like you feel that you're not being a good mother because you should be able to do everything for your baby. No. Put put them no, in no, some no. nursery and get some assistance, I, I child. Some, I have a patient, I admire her. She mm-hmm. works from home. I don't even think her maternity leave isn't finished yet. Mm-hmm. Baby back but she nursery. has put the baby in there so she can just get some time yes. before she goes to work. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be with your baby 24-7 to be a good mother. Say it again. You don't have to be with your baby 24-7 to be a good mother. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to be able to just step away and take time for yourself so you can come back and be a good mother. Like sometimes that break makes you a better mother, like more patient. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes I feel like we don't talk about this as people and as mothers. Like You don't talk about I enjoy being away from my baby and having some time to myself. Because if Cause you say it, it's going to People like, make you feel like, oh, how you selfish, could. Yeah. You're bad, mommy. You're, but I, ain't, I enjoy going to work. So I, When I, on maternity leave, mm-hmm. I was sad when work was coming up. Mm-hmm. But then when I went to work, I was like, oh, yeah, I, 
Oh, yeah, enjoy this. being at work. Because it's part time of me. for you and it's not you and the baby. And then when I got home at evening, it was like, it's so good to see her. It's mm-hmm. weekends. I love weekends because I spend the whole day with her and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But the whole thing you of... You could appreciate that because you're not doing it all day, every day. 24-7. And there are some people that love that. God bless them. But I don't think it's for everybody. It's not for everybody. And I, and it's okay if it's not for everybody. If it's for you, that's fine. If it's not for you, it doesn't make but you a bad But don't force mom. it. Exactly. So coming back now to community, accept help. Mm-hmm. If there's somebody that's willing to look out for you and help you... Mm-hmm. Use your discernment, but yeah, but take bro. time for yourself for sure. Remember that partners are the child's father. It is no such thing as a child's father babysitting. Like, Amen. It's their responsibility. That's their response. You don't babysit the baby, so why the father babysitting the and baby? And if you that, don't want baby with the baby today, carry it, carry that neck across the road. <laughs> <laughs> be like, be like, come, come, come. Yeah, you need to take break. You need to take time. I've seen mummies there want to be with the baby. I think, or they think he can't make the bottle the way I can. He can't change the baby. But you're not giving him can. a chance. To. You're not giving him a chance to. And what makes you more? My thing is because you don't we know both, We both. Me and Shane, we never had babies before. Mm-hmm. What is it that just because I have a vagina, I'm better at doing these things than you? Because that's what society wants to so make you believe that you are equal, better. Because if you had a baby, if you've had a baby already, that means that you could help show me. If so I have one already, I can help teach you to help me. Correct. It is. I honestly don't believe in gender roles. Like the only thing that I could do if I want to, mm-hmm. which is breastfeeding, that you can do is breastfeed. Amen. But we can do. We can share everything, everything else, as and that should. and that way it puts a lot less burden on you on one person. And also, like, I find back to the same thing where you say, like, you didn't know this before, so you have to give him a chance. You feel you might be better at it than him. Like, don't even make it too easy to me. I find that women tend to, like, spoon feed men a little too much. So men is that dumb. And I find that they would do things and it may not be right. And you get infuriated and you just be like, oh, you know what? Let me do it myself. myself. Yeah. Nah, let him mess up. I learn. So that you could be comfortable in yeah. the fact that when you in there, exactly. he can handle himself. Yeah. He can go but also figure I don't out. feel like we need to really. I've heard like, oh, you know, men can't do it. No, I don't believe in that. Okay, but they probably can't, and that's okay. Maybe they can't, but but try. but. But and even if, and even but, if it's not the same way, it ain't gonna kill. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like on hundred percent, it's not gonna kill the baby. At, at least it's on. Like if you don't make the baha the way that I made the baha, alright. But the baha made, yes. The baby fed, yes. The baby happy, yes. yes. The baby alive, yes. But then we good, yeah. Then we good, yep. Then we are good. We are good. We and are so good. So that help. Make sure gender roles, no, no gender roles for me when it comes to looking after a baby. And then, and. But lastly, sharing the good, the bad, the ugly. Because, you know, I could go on a whole, I could go on a whole rant about all the things that I'd be seeing online that I just feel like, why? What? I honestly feel that pregnancy is unnecessarily hard. I feel like it really, like, have we done something as a society that pregnancy is hard or is it that we have begun to impose, like, unrealistic beauty standards? Society, I can say something that may be unpopular. If men used to get pregnant, they would get two years of maternity leave. They would get the pregnancy off. Yes. And they would get the... That what? 
Canada, I know, but Canada's only give you like three months as a man. Canada's gave women a year. It changed. I know women was a year. And there's some places that, I mean, Denmark. Oh. Is it Denmark? They must treat the people real good yeah, over there. Yeah. They are doing and it's amazing like, you, job. But you have, like, you have the baby. You don't even got to blink twice. Like, there's somewhere to put them. Like, you, you breathe as much yeah, as you want. Have exactly. a glass. And maybe, yeah, no. I want to say maybe I will consider, but then, like, that's, uh, like I said, I don't know if I can handle that whole body change thing because it be, it be like, where your belly can get dark and it never go back. Like, did your feet grow? My feet grew. My you feet, didn't go back? They're going back a bit, but there's some shoes. Like, the girl, I, all of them, heels and things, I just can't just scant them. And that's why me. Them. I will buy a, when I catch myself, you I buy will the buy some. Yeah, but right now, I wore a pair of shoes to lunch. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna tell you. I was scotching. I <laughs> had to get Shane to bring the car. I was like, I'm not. I'm, and I went home and I dumped uh, everything. Are you serious? Yeah. But I don't so, want to be tempted to wear them. I hurt but myself. That'd be my thing. What is it? The chicken? Is it? Is what? it something that they're putting in our food? <laughs> because why? What do I want to say? Is this what is supposed to happen? And then we just shed what we used to be before and just like welcome and embrace this new person and it's okay, but it's only hard because we have these unrealistic beauty standards. Or is it that they're poisoning our chicken <laughs> with all the antibiotics and the chicken is not even real and they're putting a lot of fake things in our hot dogs? And is that why when is that why when people get pregnant? No. Like you have all of these changes happening to your body. I think the changes, and I mean, you could also have somebody like a professional who works more in this field talk about that. But I honestly feel that what I was saying before, mm-hmm. I think women, when you're pregnant, you can be supported more. Mm-hmm. I feel that would make it a little less difficult. But I'm not going to start your belly from not going back down. But. And I'm not going to start your feet from growing. And then not come, because why your feet got her grow? I don't know, you know. I don't know. That's, I, that's, 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 I don't know if it's growing to support, the, you know, your base to support, your center of gravity is changed. I don't know what it is. So then maybe our feet would not grow if we sat. So is it that, ah. so is it that, is it that when you're pregnant, you're supposed to sit down and not do nothing? No, definitely not. You should not sit and do nothing when you're pregnant. Because as you can follow. It, <laughs> as a pelvic health physiotherapist and movement professional. Do not sit and do nothing. No, because like, like I feel like that's that's excessive. A lot it is a lot. It's a lot physical and it's a lot mentally. But I feel like if we have better care during pregnancy and after in France, when you have a baby, you get six weeks of physio paid for by the government. So you can imagine if you have six weeks of pelvic health physio, you're gonna Everything feel better. Gonna you were feel better. you were actually quote unquote snap back. And not in the traditional, yeah. but like things will start you to will come back because you know what to everything. do. Mm-hmm. I also feel that, as I said, yeah, I just had a blank moment. <laughs> that is my pregnant brain. Making sure that you go again. Wait, you hang on. <laughs> we talking about community and support and help. A good partner. Uh-uh. Because you can't wait till you find a good partner in these times to have a child because the men are still. It just come back to me and like, gone again. Wait. Sorry. Sorry. You got to put the jab. Be up. You use the jeopardy noise. You see this madness? This happens to me all the time. Wait. <laughs> I will remember. <laughs> right. When we were talking about the good, the bad, and ugly, I feel yes. like more people 
shared what the truth is. Now, if you real, if you knew that you might not bomb your baby right away. Mm-hmm. If you knew, it's okay to feel like you look at this baby and it's crying and you're frustrated and you just want it out of your hand. That's right. It's okay to feel that way. If mm-hmm. we knew these things, when we have these thoughts and we think, I'm not bonding with this baby. Like, I don't love this baby. I, I, this baby... Stressing me out. Right? Mm-hmm. If you knew that that was something that a lot of women go through, you, you wouldn't feel, feel as bad when it happened. You wouldn't feel like a bad mother. You wouldn't feel like a bad person. But then... If you knew mm-hmm. these things, mm-hmm. you wouldn't feel... If you knew... When you after you push this baby, your belly is not gonna magically be flat. Mm-hmm. If you knew this stuff, and that it can take a year for it to go back and down. That's take, fine. Yeah, you would not feel as much pressure. I think we just put it too much pressure and we don't share. I don't like when people share like, oh, you know that when you pop out that baby, you gonna still be fat. No, it's not like that. It gonna be from it a has, place it's of from care. a place of care and being. But you all, you, you, you again. I feel. <sighs> Men play a, a huge role in this as well. Mm-hmm. Because, again, you will hear men talking about, oh, my wife had a child and I didn't like how she looked after we were attracted to her, so that's mm-hmm. why we cheated. And then they feel like, well, you know, they should get past because at the end of the day, it wouldn't like, No, because then somebody like me will left you. I <laughs> right? I Some, but then they got other women that will be like... I feel like that also feeds into the the push to quote unquote snap back and be how they were before because it's like, oh, I don't want my man to leave me or I don't want to be whatever. If you're a man, and this is how I feel. If you are, if you have time to be one worried about how I look and time to be cheating, you ain't doing enough. Because you should it. be tired like me. Speak on it. You feel me? Speaking if you waking up in the night and feeding the baby sometimes or getting the baby and bringing the baby to me, mm-hmm. me you're too tired, tired to be cheating. You're too tired to be you in should. the streets. Correct. So if you're in the streets, Stop honestly, you, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But because, but because that women have that mentality that they need to keep themselves together, that you get that unnecessary pressure being put on you. Like like I told you before we were talking about the whole TikTok thing, I didn't know that you could get like... Um, it's not blood clots. It's like a milk clot. Blood ducts. Yeah. That is the word. A milk clot. She, girl. Girl. Um, I promise. This might be the fact <laughs> I wasn't breastfed. <laughs> like, what what is it? But like in your armpit. Yes. And a woman had a squeeze it all. And I said, excuse me? Yeah. So sometimes when, like, let's say that I, there was a day at work last, last week Friday. I didn't pump. And I, I try not to pump as much now. Because mm-hmm. you're trying to do the whole reverse. I can feel this thing sticking me in my, you know, as Bajan say, chicken wing. Mm-hmm. You flat. All underneath here. Mm-hmm. And I was like... She pointed to her armpit. This mm-hmm. is me pointing to my armpit. And I was like, this is sticking. And there was one point, I remember, there was one time I forgot my pump at work in the early days when I had to pump at lunchtime. I had no choice. My breast was being guard. You had I a had dream. To, I had to go in the bathroom and I had to literally express that milk if not, it would. If not, it would have been. And I, I didn't want mastitis. So that's when you like they're too hard. They get yeah, bigger hard. And when you have the blood ducts. And <laughs> this is Friday. I was this close to telling Shane bring like bring the pump. Mm-mm. So because you know all here is connected, armpits and breasts and everything. And so you got massage all the way down. You got massage all the way down to get that milk up. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just... armpit down to here. From that, then, like, your nose getting big. Why? You're getting dark. 
Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate all y'all that just know all the, the travesties and saying, no, well, I'm still going to bring life into this world. Hallelujah. <laughs> and be good parents. Let me put on that caveat at the end. Because some people just bring them and then don't. Yeah. But like, the, like you say, it might be the pregnancy brain because. Mm, because honestly, you don't remember everything. That's not fun. I mean, like, I'm sure if it's something that's particularly traumatic but as I said because I, I was about friend. to ask you that if you wanted if there was anything that you wanted to share about like delivery of itself or anything like that but as you say you might not be able to reset <laughs> Dominic was like nah we cool we cool no you gotta you gotta let the girls know stuff no, let but me go back in our as chat. I tell everybody if I give if I could do it anybody could do it you gonna say so but that might not be the case Right. I didn't remember what was the catalyst for this entire conversation where this woman was on Instagram freaking out saying that her baby is teething mm-hmm. and it freaking out all the time and she doesn't know what to do, but she's expected to know what to do because she's a mother and she feels like she's failed as a mother because what the fuck you're supposed to do. But it, she literally said, she's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And I felt that. Even though it was not me, yeah. But like you said, like you, a baby don't come up with a manual. Like you it know, have to that. learn. But again, people think that because you are the mother, like everything is just like downloading to your brain the minute that. Mm-hmm. It does. There's also another one that goes around saying like, "What is motherhood? How's motherhood going?" And it's like, you know we saw it. And then the lady is like, "It's like having a job where you have no experience." Mm-hmm. And literally, somebody's life depends on it. So like our government. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because it's given very much ministers. And you know what? Barbados is going nowhere quickly. But that's because they're not learning on the job. When you care, you're going to do what you got to do. Exactly. Has your baby started teething yet? She has not started teething. I'm not looking forward to it. I think <laughs> she's going to start. My husband is traveling in November. I think she's going to. I have a feeling she's going to start, start when, when he's, he's not here. Mm-hmm. But. And that's when you call up. The troops yeah. and be like, guys, help, assist me. Exactly. And I <laughs> mean, it's okay to not know what to do. There are a lot of resources, obviously. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of us. There's a lot of people also giving a lot of noise. That, but you gotta also remember that certain things just might not work. Like you could do some That's of everything, so and if you baby decide that they're gonna cry, because I remember my godson. When he was teething, it was a hot ghetto mess. That boy cry. Mm-hmm. Time he he would wake up crying. And he go to sleep crying. And he cried so much a day, like he shot himself. Like he was in distress. Oh and then you know you get the runs when they yeah. usually get the runs when the when the teething too. Mm-hmm. So he was like screaming, 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 screaming. I would give him I will hold him and he will feel better when I held him. But then it's like, I still have to be a person. So I can't hold my, I'm the godparent, right? And I'm just doing this for a day because I was wrong. But I still have other things to do. And I can't walk around. I cannot hold you all day. And then he had this thing of, he doesn't, he didn't want me to hold him and sit down. He wanted me to hold I'm him and right. stand. And I was like, I cannot do this. Like he just crying, crying, crying all the time. And I'm so glad I had the presence of me to put him in the little nylon stroller. So I put that, put him in that, but I had him next to me so he could see me, but I couldn't yes. pick him up. But he was still willing because he was just fed up with life. And I was like, felt, you get the soother, you get the gum, you get the medication, the everything. And he just was not having it. So at that point, I did what I was supposed to do. I told, I did what you were told you're supposed to do. 
And that little boy sat on there and cried and kicked and screamed. He stiffened up and shit himself. And they put him and destroyed her in the bath. I can still hear him crying in my head when I close my eyes. I can imagine. And he was teething then, and he's ten and a half now. <laughs> yes, he's a good grown man. So me, I have no plan. <laughs> I don't know. I I plan to just when it but comes. But the little ring things and put them in the freezer. But the things I've seen like making little popsicles and giving cool little is, things. What is the thing that the little medication and something and stuff like that? But do not. What you mean? What he said? Go away. <laughs> he said well, he will recommend something, but it might not be legal. He talked about he can get a baby Hennessy. Please, <laughs> please. Listen, I I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm not. I'm honestly not looking forward to it. Anybody ask me, I always say I'm not looking forward to it. God be with you. God, that's not like this thing. Any part you can't take seriously. Nah. Seriously, because I'm gonna say you know she. It's not the biggest crayer. But she could throw down a cray. But she could throw down a cray. I, I feel it in my soul. How you mean? Like, if I, for example, we look, went to look at a daycare recently. Mm-hmm. And if she's in the vehicle and it's not moving, mm-hmm. she will she will cry. She likes to be in the vehicle moving. We're in traffic. I'm not on the road usually at that, that time. Oh, so Shane is a few cars ahead of me. And he's on the phone with me. And she's bought. I'm like, I can't talk to you. Like, I can't. It just does. It just oh, yeah. you can't. I know they all can't see me, but do you I, feel it? It's I don't know how to describe it. Is that you want you want to do something, but you know what to do? Is that you want to do something, you don't know what to do, or is it? It just it just it not nags me in a place where it doesn't do it to Shane. Mm. He doesn't feel so he can be he can I hear. Won't be a child father. He can if, so if he has her and she's crying, mm-hmm. he's be fine. He'll be okay. But for me, it's like, I need to get up. So if I'm in bed sleeping or mm. no, snoozing and he has her and for some reason she's crying, I will have to get up and come and see what's happening. Or I will have to ask a question. I just, can't take the, I just can't take the crying. So if she's teething and crying like that, mm, that... That's probably why it's upset. Some mothers too, like when the baby crying and they're feeling real bewildered is because it's got Yeah, it, it, it gets to you on a level a... I guess anyway. That's probably why you'd be irritable. You see, like us discussing and figuring out things. Hey, she, she yeah, yeah, touching that nerve that never get touched before, and that's no that it open up. That's where you be snappy, but you can heal. You can catch by yourself. And mm-hmm. uh, also on that note, remember that with the holy hormones and everything, how your mood changes is something that will happen, and it's something that is. As we all know, postpartum. I was just about to ask if you blues. ever like experienced like a bird, but I have to get a, a therapist to come and talk about that. Like yeah, when, definitely. when being sad goes from or being moody goes from being moody to postpartum so I, depression. I don't know if you remember when we were our last episode, I said I actually had my appointment set up mm-hmm. to make sure and I, I had the appointment and I did all that. Then I have a follow up. He he seemed to think I was coping. Like fine. a normal person. If, quote if I have any issues, though, I will definitely go back. Sometimes you just need a, a little touch point. It doesn't have to be like a week. And they help you to put things in perspective. Solve. They highlight things for you. And for me, I think that every mother, like, after you give birth, you should definitely make an appointment. And that's all part of the self-care. Yeah. To be honest. And just like, just don't out. go and get the pedicures and the manicures and get your hair do. 
They also check in and make sure that your, your pelvic floor is where it's supposed to be. Yes. Please Amen. and thanks. Amen. Go and get a little physio to make sure that the joints are coming along. And definitely check in on your, on mental, your mental health. health. Definitely. I think that's a really good place that we can end it. Mm-hmm. You're not being a bad mother. These standards are just a little too high. Totally. Unrealistic. Uh, unrealistic. And yeah, sheer. Share your experiences. You should with people that have sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. With any everybody, mm-hmm. people that have some sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was what I said. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank me for speaking. <laughs> yes. This episode was recorded and produced by Robbie by name. <laughs> by at from. What do you want me to say? From nameless. Ah, okay. This episode was recorded and produced by Robbie at Nameless Productions. Papi Robbie Niles in the studio. Emmy is season two.